Welcome to the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series, where your host, Andy Jacob, interviews leading entrepreneurs, founders, and CEOs about their incredible companies and discusses their unique entrepreneurial journeys. If you're the CEO or founder of an exciting and exceptional company, the editorial team of Dotcom Magazine welcomes you to pitch your business story to appear on this exciting interview series by reaching out to Mr. Jacob at Dotcom Magazine at dotcommagazine.com. And without further ado, here is another amazing entrepreneurial story on the Dotcom Magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. Hello, everyone. Andy Jacob here with the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series. I have a great show. You know, I've been waiting to get Mr. Russ Schweitzer on the show for a number of months. And finally, we've been able to slot some time for him. You're going to love this show. If you love green, and what I mean sort of army green, you're going to love what we're going to be talking about today with Russ. He's got a brand new startup called Olive Drab Green, which really starts with OD Green, of course, if you're an Army guy or, or an Army gal, and you know what that means. But he has a very interesting startup. He's doing so many unique things. He's uh, with the Army, with a museum, with taking care of veterans, with being right in the middle of everything that has to do with taking care of the people that really serve the United States of America. Russ, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Russ, welcome to the dot-com magazine Entrepreneur Spotlight Series today. Thank you very much, Andy. It's my pleasure to be here. It's so great to have you. We've had a pre-interview. I was so excited to have you on the show. I mean, behind you've got so many cool things. You've got photos and jackets and all kinds of memorabilia and things like that. But before we get started, let's pull the lens back to 30,000 feet. Let's go airborne, if you will. And tell us about Olive, Olive Drab Green, and tell us what it's all about. Well, this, uh, it goes back. First of all, I need to say I am a Vietnam veteran. Um, I served uh, in the Army in uh, 1969. I, I, I did two years in the Army. I did one year in Vietnam, 1969 and 70. Um, when the war was over, when I was over with the war, Everything got thrown in the closet for over 40 years uh, to, be, to be lost and forgotten. And then, um, you know, about five, six years ago, it all came out and it all came out uh, vehemently. Um, I was able to reconnect with a lot of guys I served with in Vietnam. And one gentleman in particular, uh, Mike Lind, who was actually our company commanding officer for a period of time, has built this museum in San Antonio, a new office complex that he has built for his business, has dedicated the first floor to uh, a Vietnam Army Grunts Museum. So we had in, in October, the building was completed in October of 2019, and it coincided with our 50-year anniversary. So we had our anniversary party here and uh, it was, I mean, it was just a tremendous, inspiring event. Uh, event. There were uh, representatives from Washington uh, pinning, you know, from the Vietnam Commemorative Committee, 
Um, a lot of, you know, San Antonio is, is military town, USA. So it, it was just, we had the moving wall here. Anyway, that was the inspiration. You know, we decided we have to save our legacy. When you look at the statistics today, something like 2.7 million people served in Vietnam, boots on the ground. About 2.1 million have passed already. We've got probably less than 600,000 guys left. So we've got maybe 10 to 20 years left in existence. So we got inspired uh, about the legacy, to preserve our legacy. And that kind of grew, you know, that model kind of grew as, as we learned a few things. Um, one of the, one of the interest, interesting things we learned was, you know, as you probably know, as everyone knows, if, you, if, if you're related, your father, your grandfather, your uncle, served in one of the conflicts, they typically don't like to talk about it, right? Well, you know, there's really a couple of reasons why. The, the two main reasons are, we don't like to talk about war and people don't like to hear about war and death. So this stuff is bottled up. We found that when we get a group of guys, a group of veterans in the museum together, there's a different language. There's a whole different language and the stories are, you know, every, every new story is better than the last. It's, it's pretty amazing. So we set off on that path to, uh, to preserve that legacy. I and, love it. And inspire patriotism because we're talking about bravery. We're talking about service. Um, interesting statistics of the Vietnam guys. 75% um, of us volunteered. And, you know, the, the common misconception that so many guys were drafted is, is just not true. In fact, uh, in comparison to World War II, 66% were drafted for World War II. So we found that, you know, we're a group of pretty dedicated guys. And when we look a little further, we also learned, especially being down here in San Antonio, what so many of the people, so many of the guys are doing today to give back. And uh, again, they just, they're, they're marvelous stories that have to be told and preserved forever. I would imagine that 50 year reunion at the museum must have been a lot of fun, a lot of great stories, a lot of pats on the back. I mean, that must have been just remarkable. I wish I would have been a fly on the wall there, Russ. Now, Let's talk about it because you've got this museum. I mean, you have so many amazing things. So many things have been donated to the museum down in San Antonio. The idea, of course, is to is to develop this belief in people that come that, you know, we all need to be patriots. And of course, my wife and I and everybody at Dotcom Magazine, we're patriots as well. And we really believe in the mission. And, and we thank everybody that's ever served uh, in the armed forces here at Dotcom Magazine. When we think about Russ this olive drab green, this new startup. Here you are, you're a Vietnam veteran. You just had the 50 year anniversary and here you are a startup entrepreneur. What does that feel like? Because that must be a great feeling knowing that you're starting up and you know, you're going. Well, I'm, you know, frankly, I'm an entrepreneur at heart. You know, I've, you know, for many years and, uh, you know, I've been consulting businesses. I'm kind of the guy that productizes things. People have ideas, people have technology, and this is basically, you know, a similar thing. You know, 
an idea to start a business. And the difference with this one is the passion that, you know, I'm able to put behind it. But it was a little scary. And I shouldn't, I should say a little more than a little, um, because I don't, I'm not a media guy. I don't have media experience. But, you know, with COVID and everything and streaming these days, it's a crazy dynamic area. And, and even, you know, the professionals are still trying to figure it all out. So to me, it's an opportunity to do new things, you know, reinvent, you know, how we, you know, social media, what we can do. Because, you know, we, uh, the deeper we get into it, you know, with, with an initial focus on the Vietnam guys, you know, we quickly saw that we've got to expand beyond that. We've got to get to youth. We've got to get to the younger veterans. When we go back to the stats, it, it, today it's estimated that somewhere around 30% of Vietnam vets suffer from PTSD. We got to think that even, even a higher percentage of Iraqi and Afghan guys later later combat, combatants, you know, it's, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. So we, you know, we want to help those guys. We want to be all inclusive now. And then you look at the need, what we see the need to invigorate patriotism again in our country, hopefully without a conflict, without a 911. Um, I mean, that's, that's our inspiration. Yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. And of course, we spoke before the show and we've been speaking leading up to this and doing my homework on you. I mean, you've got a great, vast experience in so many different things, of course, you know, being in the Vietnam War and then being a, a, a very successful business person along the way. You've, you have a very interesting video that we're going to show. Uh, but before we show it to the, to the people watching the show, we're going to insert the video because it's so interesting. Why don't you prep our viewers for the video and then we're going to show the video? Well, the video, you know, we've got a number of things. Now we're beginning to, to you know, we do, we do what we call extended play um, stories, two-part, three-part, you know, longer duration. And then we do a lot of shorts for social media what we call spoonfuls, your spoonful of patriotism a day. But this, we did an initial video of the, to showcase the, the museum. And I, I thought that would be the most appropriate thing to, to see first. So it's a, it's a tour, it's a story, and it, you know, I mean, it shows what the museum is about. And, uh, you know, you just got to come and see it type of thing. So. All right, let's let the video roll. It's a place to remember. A place to reflect. A place to honor. The courage and sacrifice of the Vietnam War soldier. The fighting men affectionately known as the Grunts. That's what I was assigned to as a platoon officer, to lead a platoon of grunts. Those were the guys that were tromping the rice paddies, crawling around the jungle in the mountains, et cetera, going face to face with the enemy. And his time in Vietnam, the memories, the grunts, stayed with Mike Lind and led him on a journey that ended with an idea. 
an idea to create a museum dedicated to the soldiers of Vietnam. These guys were in the same area as I was, but they were in a little different situation. And today they come to visit, to remember. To meet old friends. One guy walked in the day, the first thing we saw was the guy he went to school with as a vet too. <laughs> and to honor friends now gone. Many of the exhibits donated by Vietnam vets themselves. Yeah, some of my pictures are there. Pieces of their memories and their lives displayed for old soldiers to remember and for young minds to learn and understand. You can feel it, you can touch it, you can see it. And uh, uh, my real goal is I wanted to have it available for the youth. The important thing was I was trying to reach a younger group and through pictures, obviously, is the easiest way to do that. I had several uh, groups come through here, and uh, they were very, very good kids. They were interested. And that's what this museum is all about, touching people, helping them remember the past and honor the grunts, the American soldiers of the Vietnam War. If you'd like to visit the museum in San Antonio, Texas, it's open three days a week, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 9 to 5. And you can visit the museum website at vietnamgrunts.org. Come and experience the lives of the everyday soldiers. Well, the first thing you do is give them a hug and welcome them home. So, Russ, that is so fascinating. I mean, congratulations. I mean, anybody watching that's going to want to come to the museum and visit the museum and see what Olive Drab Green is all about. I mean, I love that name, by the way. Russ, when we think about the guys and gals from Vietnam and we think about what they want to leave as the legacy of the Vietnam years, what do they want to leave the generations behind? Well, you know, number one, and, and if, if people are, will soon hopefully be able to see some of our content, one of the first messages is respect for the, for the military guys. You know, what we experienced coming back from Vietnam is something that should never happen again. So that is certainly one thing. And we, you know, and I speak for everyone, all our guys in saying, the respect that we see offered to the military folks today is, is very good. I mean, it is, it's great to see. We can, never, we can never go back to what happened. So, so it's kind of, you know, we, we have to learn from our lessons. We can't do certain things, but we want to do some things better, uh, you know, type of thing. And, uh, you know, we're about... Again, as I mentioned, one of the important things to us is in our stories, when we tell our stories, is the person, what the person did, the experience in the military. We're big into family. How did this affect the family? You know, what can we do? I've worked with support groups now that specialize in spouses. You know, these are tremendous strains on relationships. How can we? help you know how can we do do things better there um and uh 
up to what today, you know, what's going on today? You know, what, what, did, what did you learn in your military experience that you're applying today? And like I said, we're seeing so many of the guys, you know, and, and girls, um, not too many girls from Vietnam, but certainly the later, the, the, you know, the later uh, times, the, the later um, um, military people, um, you know, helping the community, simply helping the community. Um, yeah, it's so important to think about. And of course, we have so many younger entrepreneurs watching the show. We've interviewed a lot of vets and those vets have, you know, been recent vets. And when you talk to them, they talk about their experience, you know, most recently, whether it's, you know, Iraq, Iran, you know, Afghanistan, what have you. But very few go back to Vietnam. None of them go back to World War II. And like you mentioned, there's maybe only 600,000 Vietnam vets left, and we need to make sure that the story gets told, which is why what you're doing, Russ, with the team at Olive Drab Green is so important to preserve that legacy, and we love it so much. Now, we have younger entrepreneurs watching the show. They're starting their startup, and they have a business, and I'm wondering if you could share some experiences that you had maybe you know, when you were in Vietnam to the younger entrepreneurs about what it takes to get through a tough time, what it takes to get through a pothole in the road, what it takes to keep going when the times get tough. Well, I think the one benefit that I have, we have is, um, you know, and one of the things that we constantly say is, you know, never forgotten, never left behind. So that simply means, you know, we persevere. You know, we, we just have to get up and keep going. Translating that to business, um, especially a startup, um, you know, what you constantly hear is, well, you, know, you have to know when, to, uh, when you can't get there, when you can't climb that hill. Um, and, I, and I get that. I get that. But, you know, really, to me, it's, we have to find another way or a better way to do it to get there. And uh, somehow it's, it's there. I mean, it's just there, you know, either we haven't found it yet or we haven't worked hard enough. You know, it, it still comes down to, to hard work. And uh, I know founders of startup companies, I've worked with many uh, other ventures I've been involved with. And it, it's generally a different breed, uh, you know, that will climb, that will continue to climb that mountain. So. But you got to know, I mean, you really got to know when, uh, you know, the altitude's too high or, uh, you know, walking out of too far on the plank. Yeah, I love it. It's great advice. And for the, for the people watching the show, rewind what Russ just said. It really resonates for me, and I'm sure it's going to resonate for you. Now, let's talk a little bit about patriotism, because I know one thing that's very important, yeah. what you're doing with the museum and what you're doing, of course, with your venture at Olive Drab Green is to have people understand that patriotism is something to be proud of. What can we say about that to the people watching the show? What do you want them to know about America and the United States in terms of patriotism that will resonate for them as they watch the show today, Russ? Well, you know, what I, what I have to say, you know, being an old guy is... Um, when I was a kid, and I'm, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk like an old guy now. When I was a kid, you know, people would ask us, you know, my generation, we were coming out of World War II. Okay, we were coming out of a uh, a severe time, but a, a, a tremendous victory. What do you want to be when you grow up? The answer would be 
doctor, fireman, teacher, soldier, okay? We don't have, you know, things have changed, obviously. So again, part of our purpose is, you know, to really bring the military to the forefront. But we know, you know, we have to, we have to reach the younger generation. So we've actually, we're, we're developing four channels, four separate channels now. We began with our, which is basically our story, our storytelling, um, which we call our honor channel in our galvanized iron brand. Uh, we're developing another, another channel we call Inspire, which is, and our brand there is Patriot University, which we're developing material for parents, for schools that, you know, every year when the Vietnam Veterans Holiday comes or Veterans Day comes and people and teachers are thinking, well, what are we gonna do for the kids today? Come to us, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna have it. We're gonna have it for you. Because you know, we wanna go back and touch the kids to begin to, personally, we don't think you can teach patriotism, but you can teach the values that apply to patriotism. Once you learn how to love, once you learn responsibility, once you learn community, you know, duty, empathy for others, you know, it's going to go back to what we used to say as kids, you know, do it for God and country. So now our, our next channel is what we call Ignite. And that is IP, our brand there is IPA. I pledge allegiance. And recruiting, Army recruiting in particular is a challenge today. And we have to, we're working with some folks now uh, to try to inspire, we, you know, we want to begin to, ins to reinvigorate, inspire our youth to serve, serve our country. Our final channel is what we call our niche channel. We're doing special and special ops is the brand there. You know, we do special productions for, for companies in particular um, that have very unique programs for veterans within their organizations that need to be need to be talked about, need to be highlighted. So I love it. I love it. It's a multi-channel approach. You've got it all under the hood. It's ready to go. I mean, Russ, this is so exciting. We're going to put all the links below the interview, of course. We're also going to add some additional videos below the interview so our people can watch all the interviews that you've put out. They're remarkable. They're well-produced. And wow, what you're doing just to get the word out is incredible, Russ. I wanted to thank you so much for coming on the show today. You know, I'm going to bring you back on the show. I think what we're going to do is we're going to call it a half hour with Russ. And you're going to take us through the process of your journey from Vietnam all the way to being this uber successful entrepreneur to what you're doing at ODG right now. So Russ, thank you so much for coming on the dot-com magazine entrepreneur spotlight series. I'm going to have you back on in about six weeks and we're going to keep on going because we're just starting to unpack all the great stuff you're doing on behalf of the vets and what's going on at the museum in San Antonio, Russell. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, thank you, Andy. I really appreciate it. It's a tremendous pleasure, and I look forward to coming back on your show. Believe me, I love it. 